Hello world, welcome. My name is Jason Hand and I'm here joined by my good friend and co-host Anthony Bartolo. Hi Anthony. Hey Jason, how's it going? Going great, so excited for today. We've been working really hard for a long time to make this happen and we're finally here. So uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us and your participation and thank you to everybody who's been a part of getting this show going. It's been so fun, so incredible. Uh, and also thank you to everybody joining us on stream uh, as you, uh, I guess, tag along on this, you know, kind of incredible first step in a new journey for, for Learn TV. We are here to bring you Hello World, the first live daily show on, on Microsoft's Learn TV, Monday through Friday, 1030 to 11 a.m. Pacific every single day. That's going to be 30 minutes per day, five segments, dozens of guests. It's going to be so fun. Anthony, I am super excited. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words. How, how are you feeling right now? I love this. You know, it's, it's the whole breakfast type television uh, for the world that anybody can watch uh, on Learn TV. And it's something where we're going to bring up segments that you want to see. It's not, you know, dictated by us. It's the audience saying, you know, I want to see more of this. I want to learn more of that. And we're so excited to gather that feedback and get that from the, the people that are viewing the show uh, to then share out, you know, what you want to learn, what you want to know more about. How do you gain more information? So make sure that you're participating while the show is going on and you're actually chiming in on Pubble, uh, which is our platform of choice here on Learn TV, uh, to interject and share your questions and share what you're learning alongside us. Yeah, that's exactly right. Our goals are pretty simple. We want to introduce you to something new and exciting and interesting, both from inside the world of Microsoft and outside. We want to get you motivated and excited to learn something new. Uh, we're going to introduce you to a lot of new ideas, different voices from different backgrounds. Uh, you know, all in hopes of really connecting you with resources and knowledge and inspiration so that, you know, much, Anthony, much like a Hello World program, we can, you know, take kind of these first small steps towards learning something, uh, especially towards learning how technology can work for all of us. So how about we start our learning adventure with a little bit of news. Uh, for those of you that are not aware, Microsoft Ignite is launching next week. And so registration is currently open. And so there's an ask, you know, put forth, go and do your registration. The reason being is, you know, you can watch Microsoft Ignite without registering, but then it, this allows you from interacting. And interacting is the, the whole premise behind why Microsoft has been, has been doing these digital events. It provides you that direct line conversation with product managers and engineers and what have you that allows you to ask your questions. You know, Jason, I don't know about you, but for me, being at Ignite, the most valuable thing for me is, aside from the presentations, is the interaction with the speakers and interaction with the engineers and to gain insights in terms of, what, you know, what they're thinking in terms of future uh, of products and services and how I can provide my voice to interject or provide suggestions in terms of how it would be better for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I miss, of course, you know, going to in-person events, but I especially miss Ignite for just what you said. Uh, there's so much that comes out of it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's sad that we can't be there in person, but just, you know, know that these digital events, they've gotten to be really good, to be perfectly honest. And, uh, you, you know, Ignite is here. It's around the corner. I think it's a week from Tuesday. So make sure you go register. I think we've got a link we can share with you. We're definitely going to have stuff in the show notes um, to, uh, you know, follow up afterwards. So thank you so much, um, you know, for 
I guess, being here with us today. This is super exciting. Uh, let me just share a few words actually about some of the links and some of the segments because we want to you know, make sure we save time for everybody. There's going to be a lot of information. There's got to be links. There's going to be links and, and different things that we share very fast. You can follow up and follow all of those links if you go to aka.ms slash hello world. We'll have everything there for you. Uh, we also, like Anthony was was stating, uh, we hope that you'll join us in the conversation over at Learn TV. We've got our chat enabled over there. We'll have polls. We'll have links to uh, stuff that we're sharing into chat. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your questions too, and we'll be paying we'll be paying close attention to that. Um, what else do we need to cover, Anthony, before we get moving along here? I feel like there's uh, a few more things we should cover. Uh, let's just get in maybe to, to some of the some of the topics that we're going to be talking about today. Who 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 do we have on deck? Well, who to have first is going to be the Microsoft Teams team. That's, you know, of great interest, especially now that everybody's working from home. Uh, better ways and tips in terms of productivity. That's huge. Uh, we also have a segment from the Microsoft Green uh, Green team. Uh, so we're we'll learning how Microsoft is not only saying that they're being green, how they're enabling others to be green as well, uh, which is of great importance. Uh, also excited by the Microsoft Learn segment in terms of how we can all come together online uh, and learn collaboratively, which is really cool. Uh, we'll also have a segment from Diego and Diego's wall. Uh, I'm very intrigued by this one because I've seen his massive wall of, of all the imagery, and, you know, like similar to what I have in the bookshelf behind me. Uh, but his is all from experiences that he's accomplished, which is really cool. So I'm very interested to dive into the journey. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, let's not hold up anymore. Let's uh, get moving forward. So I want to bring in our first guest. Uh, we've got a couple of folks from the Microsoft team. We've got uh, Kayla and Ning who are going to be sharing some really, really awesome uh, tips and tricks towards about Microsoft Teams. So maybe we can have them join us now. Hi, Ning. Hi, Kayla. Hey, Jason. Thank you for having us here. Um, yeah. We get a ton of requests from people who are looking for tips, tricks, and general advice on how to be more productive. So we're really happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, teams can feel overwhelming sometimes, so we're happy to break some of that down. That's true. Thank you so much for being here. This is very special, and we're so happy that you could join us. Uh, in regards to Teams, you're you're exactly right. I was just telling Anthony earlier. Uh, you know, I've gotten behind on some of my messages in Teams, and I'm so so sorry about that. Teams, as you mentioned, can can get a little overwhelming. I'm wondering what uh, what ideas and suggestions you might have for us to manage that. Yeah, of course. So personally, I like to start my day in the activity feed, which I will show you. Um, and so think of the activity feed. If you're a social media user like me, the activity feed is your timeline and your notifications all in one. So I like to start here because I can see everything that I missed. Who's trying to get my attention if someone mentioned me? So it's a great place to just catch up and start the day. Um, and even let's say I knew Ning said something to me. I can filter for Ning's name to see where uh, we were mentioned together or where we were talking. And so that's a great way for me to start my day and kind of prioritize what needs to get done. For sure. And I know you're thinking, well, the activity feed can be kind of overwhelming. Well, the good news is that you can actually control it. And we're going to show that in the next demo. If you go to your settings, you can adjust your notifications and what shows up in your activity feed. As you can see, uh, you can edit your notifications for everything from Teams and channels to chats and meetings. 
for Teams and Channels, you'll notice that you can choose to have notifications for all activity, mentions and replies, or you can customize your settings. And all activity means that you just get notifications every time somebody posts in a channel. Mentions and replies will be a little more direct. It will give you notifications for conversations where people are at mentioning your name directly in conversation. Custom settings, meanwhile, are going to give you even more granularity. So you can go in and choose exactly what you want to be notified about and how. And for the rest of the settings, you can just click on these edit buttons and you can adjust which notifications come in as your banner, populate your activity feed, or you can choose to turn them off. And obviously it might take a few minutes to set things up just the way that you want it, but once it's done, you're good to go. And it'll help make sure that you're getting the right notifications as you're working throughout the day. Excellent. And, you know, I have to say, you know, Teams has really been a, a lifesaver, especially for this project, because we've got so many different moving parts and just people all around the world. Uh, one of the real challenges I think that we've seen, though, is people work in different time zones, work in different times of the day, no matter where they are in the world. Uh, and sometimes the end of day varies, of course, uh, for who you are and where you and where you are. What kind of advice do you have on how do we towards the you know the end of the workday? How do we kind of slip into that that mode of you know putting things off until tomorrow, silencing the alerts and that kind of thing? That is a great question. Um, so not being in the office, it's a little difficult to work in teams and keep track of everything. So I personally like to use the save ribbon, which I'll show you. Um, so with the save ribbon, you can actually uh, click on your notifications as well as your quiet hours. Um, I think that we're showing quiet hours right now. So uh, what you can do at the end of the day is that you can set your quiet hours so that people won't bother you or you won't get the notification for it on your phone, actually. Um, so you can go to your notifications. You can turn them on. You can turn them off to say after this time, people, well, you won't get the notifications to your mobile device, which is super helpful. And then additionally, there's also the save ribbon. Um, the save ribbon, if you get a, a message, a chat, or there's a post in the channel, um, there's ellipses on top of it where you can click save. Um, and so as I'm going through the day, that's kind of like my sticky note. Um, and so I put a pin in it. And so when I need to get back to it, when I have some free time, I just go find the stuff that I put in my save ribbon. And then when I'm done, I uncheck it um, or I leave it there for tomorrow and I can start off there. So that's perfect for me. That's my sticky note. And then I turn on the quiet hours. So when I'm done, I'm done. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, Excellent. absolutely. Those mobile notifications are so important. They're good for working on the go, but the lack thereof is also really great to remind yourself to take time to unplug. Great advice, great advice, especially right now. I know it's really hard for us to separate work and personal lives when literally it's you know under the same roof sometimes. And uh, we really appreciate you joining us and sharing all these tips. Uh, I wanna bring Anthony back on real quick. And as we start to say goodbye here to, to Kaylin Ning, thank you so much for, for this. We are really looking forward to learning more about Microsoft Teams, all the different things that we can be doing to not only improve just productivity at work, but improve our lives. Because honestly, I, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I live in Teams and uh, that's just, you know, that's just where the conversations are happening. It's where my calendar is. It's where, it's where everything's kind of taking place. So. Uh, and we were just talking this morning on a, on a call uh, prior to the show about how even 
today, some of the updates, uh, some of our, somebody on my team noticed that updates to teams have changed out for them, where some of the others have already rolled out, pointing out to there's always these new changes and new features and just new cool stuff that's coming out on Teams. So thank you so much for being a part of this, and we can't wait to learn more from you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Anthony, do you spend most of your time in Teams? Or am I, I daily? It's it's you know constantly in Teams, uh, whether I'm working or playing games. Uh, I've been playing a lot of word puzzles in Teams amongst friends, which is really cool because it's a new way to interact. How about being green? How green are you, Jason? <laughs> you know, this is actually a subject that uh, is very near and dear to me, actually, because uh, I I live here in the mountainous area of Colorado in the U.S., and I spend a lot of times outdoors, and we put a, a lot of energy into, you know, sort of green and sustainability mindsets around here just in general. So this is something I'm really, uh, really jazzed about having on Hello World. Um, and really, it just highlights some of the amazing things that we get to talk about here at Microsoft that don't always make it into the headlines. It's not the tech stuff necessarily, but honestly, it's 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 a big reason why I'm proud to be a part of this family and to work at Microsoft and hear about some of the things that they're doing. So, yeah, let's learn some more about some of those things. Well, I'm excited to have Asim Hussein here to talk about what it means to be a green company and what Microsoft is doing, not only to be, be more green, but to enable others to be green as well. Hey Sam, how's it going? Yeah, all good. Thank you for having me here today. Um, I'm hoping to answer this uh, answer this question for you. So we're we're very excited, right? Like the whole aspect of being green. A famous frog said, "It's not easy being green." What does that actually mean to be green from a company standpoint? So it's really interesting because being green kind of can mean a, mean a lot of different things. Microsoft's been green. Uh, in kind of various different ways for well, at least since 2012. We've been carbon neutral since 2012 and we've been doing various other things. Then kind of last year, we started on a kind of a real commitment on, on four different uh, uh, commitments that we made. And we started off with what's called our carbon commitment about a year ago exactly today. And if you just show the slide um, on screen, just, to, just our, our initial announcement that we had. So it's called our carbon negative commitment and we announced in kind of January last year. Um, and what the, the, the headline was is we're going to be carbon negative by 2030. Um, we're going to remove all the historical carbon emissions and we're building carbon climate innovation fund. But kind of really, what does it, the question I was asked, like, what does it even mean? What does carbon negative mean? What does carbon neutral mean? What does net zero mean? What do these things mean? And uh, that's what's really important. That's kind of where the detail is and it's really that's I think what it's sep not separate but it really ex helps explain kind of the nuance about what Microsoft is and why we're why we're green. So we have to deal with something quite dull, but it's accounting. So carbon accounting, like how do you actually add up carbon or carbon dioxide that your company is admitted uh, admitted ad ad emits? So you calculate on three different what's called scopes: scope one, scope two, and scope three. Scope one is quite literally what you burn. So if you have like a gasoline-powered car, what it emits out of its exhaust, you are directly responsible for. That's your scope one carbon emissions. Scope two is what you're indirectly responsible for. So for instance, electricity. Electricity is actually quite dirty because most of it's created through burning coal. So you count all the electricity that you use and then you think, well, how much coal was burned to make that electricity? That's your scope two. 
But scope three is the interesting one. Scope three is like everything from your supply and value chain, which from Microsoft's perspective is like, let's say, take the example of an Xbox. Every single gram of carbon that was emitted in the creation of that Xbox and all its components and its metals and plastics and everything, that's one aspect of it. But then also we sell the Xbox to someone and someone takes it home, they plug it into their wall socket. They are then emitting carbon from using the Xbox. So this, this kind of scope three is kind of where a lot of these emissions are at for a company like Microsoft. And so our scope one, two, and three, our scope one is about 100,000 tons, our scope two is about 4 million tons, and our scope three is 12 million tons. Carbon neutral doesn't really have a definition. Carbon neutral um, is just kind of like a well-understood agreement amongst, amongst kind of different organizations to say, well, you, you, as long as you offset your scope one and your scope two, and some of your scope three that you're, that you're comfortable with, you can be carbon neutral. What we said in our announcement is we're not, we just look, we're just going to count it all. Scope so one, really quickly, scope just, just because yeah. we have just over a minute left, ah, other yeah. than Microsoft product being utilized to ensure that, you know, we're, we're being green, what can engineers do to really have impact in the space? So that's a great question. So what we're doing is we're trying to reduce our, all of our scope emissions across the, across the value chain and engineers, we can have a part to play in that, in, in that, in that discussion as well. What we've got, uh, what we're doing at Microsoft, is we're trying to launch the field of kind of sustainable software engineering, green software engineering, which is a way of teaching engineers how can you build software which emits less carbon on your scope two, two and scope three. Um, so we have uh, uh, some training available on aka.ms slash SSE slash learn. I think you can see it in the show notes of the of Hello World and be able to see it. And, and there you can find kind of what we call the eight principles of, of sustainable software engineering. These are things that engineers can learn. And once you learn it, you can apply it in your day job to help to, to make your applications emit less carbon uh, during their lifetimes. Now, curious, do you have some of these in Microsoft Learn that people can absorb yeah. as well? Yeah, yes, yeah, so we've got we've got our training material on the Learn platform now. Um, it's called the Principles of Sustainable Software Engineering. And we're actually creating more. So we're next up is going to be creating material specifically if, let's say, you're a a web developer, what exactly do you need to do as a web developer to make your web applications green? So do stick around because the next segment we will have Jason and Michael talk about Microsoft Learn and how you can learn more. Asim, I <laughs> just want to thank you for being here because not only this, today is just bananas because it's just super special for a million different reasons. And I want to point out again that this this whole effort that you are sort of the voice uh, for for us anyway, as far as our local contacts go. Thank you for for helping getting this information out there and sharing it because I I believe it's super important and it shows really a commitment that Microsoft has to this topic and uh, something that's really important to a lot of us and near and dear to to many of our hearts and top of minds. You know, I think so much of what's going on just in the last couple of years really has has brought this to the forefront for, for a lot of people. So thank you for everything that you do. Awesome. Thank you, Jason. Uh, so as Anthony was kind of alluding to, we um, we've got another segment coming up here, which is going to be really fun. How much time do you spend on on Microsoft Learn, Anthony? Um, a bit of time. I do a lot of um, you know, learning myself in terms of other technologies that I'm interested in. So IoT and machine learning, um, there's a lot of great modules on there. But what I love about it is that you're able to co contribute as well. 
So it's not just, you know, learning from learn, you're also going in and, you know, suggesting changes. If there's, you know, services that have changed, have been enhanced, you know, capabilities made available, um, you can actually put forth those abilities to make changes as required as well. What about you, Jason? Yeah, I, I love it. I, I you know, I, I love the gamification part of it. I think I'm up to like level nine or something right now. And I'm doing I'm doing modules every week. It's it's a really great tool. I've used it twice now or you know, once and I'm using it again now to prepare for certifications uh, within Microsoft. So it's been perfect for that. And uh, yeah, we, we got our next guest coming up here. Have you ever seen Michael stream? He's he's kind of a big deal. He's, he's really he is. Great. Yeah, he's really great. So this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have Michael coming on now uh, to tell us a little bit about Teams. So hi, Michael. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm fab, fam, fab tabless. I can't even get my words out. I'm, I'm so fantastic. How about you? Excellent. Excellent. So I am very excited to be here. So I'm Michael Crump, and today we're kicking off a brand new segment, and it is called Learn Together. So in the coming weeks, we're going to explore the depths of Microsoft Learn and help you get up to speed with a wide range of topics. So you're probably asking, what is Microsoft Learn? Well, I've got the slide for you. So Microsoft Learn, just to put it kind of quite simply, it's Microsoft's platform for free training. And when I say free, I really mean free, and we're going to get into that. You may be asking, what does it cover? So everything from Azure, Dynamics 365 to Microsoft 365, there's .NET in there, there's Power Platform in there. There's teams, and then there's a probably a couple more that I just couldn't remember. But a, a lot of amazing products is covered in there uh, for everyone. And when I say for everyone, I mean for everyone. So regardless of your skill level, so you may be coming in, maybe you're a student, a beginner, uh, all the way up to like a professional, a full-time developer, an architect, etc. Um, we have content that's on there that is for you. Um, and the other thing is, is that once you start taking and learning from Microsoft Learn, the different uh, content that's on there, you can take uh, that learning and you can validate your skill set uh, based on uh, by completing Microsoft certifications, which are absolutely industry recognized. The last thing I wanted to say here for a hands-on interactive learning is, is that it is absolutely one thing to read a document or a tutorial or something like that, but it's absolutely another one to experience it. So with Microsoft Learn, we want you, you know, to experience it with hands-on interactive learning so the knowledge will stick. And this is also all available at learn.microsoft.com. So Michael, I've got a question for you. Let's go. Uh, how long has has Learn been around? I got a couple of questions for you, actually. How long has it been around, and how much stuff is out there? What's the what's the catalog look like? Yeah, well, so Learn has been around for some time now, and right now I believe we're right around fifteen hundred uh, hours of training that's available for you to go and take advantage of. Uh, so yeah, it's been around for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, excellent. I, I, I've, I, I would say I'm trying to think exactly when we first started using it, but it's been every time I go in there, though, there's new courses and yeah. there's just like we were saying at the beginning of this, there's been updates and changes, even typos, just small things kind of going back and, and getting improved constantly. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, and one of the other things into that is that also, you know, it's localized. So all of the different types of, uh, you know, different types of languages. And right now the content is localized into 17 languages 
and in some of the modules, even up to 23. So exactly what I was saying, it's for absolutely everyone, no matter where you're at, uh, what skill level you're coming into, or which of the products you're interested in, there's something there for you. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so uh, this, uh, I wanted to also point out a couple more of the uh, examples in regards to interactivity. So the first thing that you'll see here is, is that you have the ability to run code in the browser. Now, this is just a C-sharp example, um, but which you, you don't have to download anything. You don't have to like ask for permission or any of that other fun stuff. You can just start typing away and you're gonna see your code running inside of your browser. And this also works for mobile devices. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, and real quick, Michael, because yeah. we've got just a few seconds left here. What if, I know some of this is running in in the browser, it's free, we don't need to do anything, but what if there's some some use case where uh, I might need to, you know, I need, need to do something, but I don't have my own subscription, I don't want to put in a credit card. Absolutely, I'm there with you. I don't like putting in my credit card. What's nice here is, is that since these modules are in the sandbox environment, they actually, you can use the sandbox, which provides you a subscription subscription where all you've got to do is go to the portal log in and in this instance right from the actual web browser i'm actually spinning up an instance there of cloud shell so amazing fun stuff and i wanted to uh, uh, also just let you know that we're launching a weekly show coming up in march and it's called learn live and so this is where experts are going to walk us through various learn modules live and on air and I think that's it for my time today. Thank you so very much for having me. Back over to you, Jason. Yeah, thank you so, Michael. And we're going we're looking forward to hearing back from you. You know, of course, moving forward in, in all these segments, there's so much to learn from you and from Microsoft Learn. But yes, let's move on to our our last segment. Anthony's back on here with me. Anthony, super stoked for this last one. I just Thanks. met Diego not too long ago, and let me say he's already shot to the top of my list of favorite people. This is going to be a really fun segment. So let's just, I think, just go ahead and jump right over to it. Yeah, let's get you got there. It. I'm excited for this as well. This is awesome. Diego, who are you? Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Anthony. And hello, world. My name is Diego. I am broadcasting live from Seattle, the Microsoft headquarters. I am here in my office. And for those of you who don't know me, um, I was hired by Microsoft almost 20 years ago down in Buenos Aires, Argentina, in South America. And I was invited to contribute to amazing products like Windows and Outlook, my personal favorite, the Xbox gaming console. And after 15 years of that, following what we call at Microsoft, the growth mindset, I moved to human resources, where I was focused on how do we advance the culture that we aspire to have at the company. Throughout that journey, I was uh, able to construct this wall behind me that you can see. It is something that um, I used to nurture my sense of wonder, and I use it to share it with others. And that's what I'm here today. I wanna to share my sense of wonder with you and everyone else. Oh, your wall is fascinating, and I'm so excited to learn more about it. How about sharing one of your stories with us today? Yes, we are a bit short on time, but I very quickly will share one of these posts. It's from basketball coach John Wooden, a beloved coach who published more than 10 books, and he famously said, little things make big things happen. 
you know, when you go outside and go find the largest tree you can find, and remember that that tree came out of a small seed. You know, if you look at the second law of thermodynamics, also known as entropy, the butterfly effect, you know that the whole universe came from a tiny little seed at the Big Bang. But in our lives and in our careers, it's also the same way. Little things can make big things happen. Perhaps you build the courage to send an email to someone, to reach out to someone and meet them. Or perhaps you act on an idea that you had. Like this whole show that we're starting today started as a small idea in one of our colleagues' head. So I guess like my challenge to you, Anthony and Jason and everyone else, is to ask you, what little thing are you going to make today just to help you live the life you want, have the career you want? You know, That would be my challenge for, for you. I think the whole aspect of everybody wanting to be a learn it all and us growing as individuals through this show, through other you know services that Microsoft had, that for me is something that I aspire to do. I love the fact that you're going to be able to share this adventure that is your wall twice a week. I think it's every Monday and Friday. If people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yes, Mondays and Friday, and I'm so happy. Like literally sharing this is my life purpose these days. So thank you so much for inviting me to contribute. I am most active on LinkedIn, so please send me an invitation. I welcome all invitations. I will accept them all, so don't be shy. I'm also on Twitter at my full name. So thank you, and I'll see you on Friday. We'll see you on Friday. Let's bring Jason back. Thank you, Diego. That was amazing. And uh, yeah, Anthony, we, we've already somehow burned through 27 minutes or so. Um, Goes by quick. Right here at the end of it. So thank you so much for being a part of this, uh, this very first uh, episode of our daily show right here on Learn TV, Monday through Friday, 1030 to 11 a.m. every single day. It's going to be fun. We've got different hosts. It's not Anthony and I every single day. There'll be someone different. We've got different seg segments, subjects, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out aka.ms slash hello world. That's where you can find all of the links, all of the chat, uh, or all of the things that we talked about in, in chat as well over in Learn TV. By the way, if you weren't able to join us over there, make sure that you join us on Twitter. You can follow the Learn TV account at Learn TV, and then we'll keep our conversation to hashtag Hello World Live on Twitter. So uh, you can jump into into the conversation there with us. And uh, what else do we have, Anthony? Before we say we we say goodbye. Oh, join us tomorrow because this is the daily show, right? So as Jason mentioned, we'll be separate hosts tomorrow, uh, and this actually goes on all week, which is really cool. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you all tomorrow, everyone. Have a good day. Ciao.